You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ikweme. I, I want you to ask of the Lord as you wait upon him, release upon me the overtaker's anointing. Is that too hard to pray? Let's ask the Lord. Grace speed. That same overtaker's anointing came upon Elijah. He ran. He didn't walk. He ran. He ran so furiously, he caught up with the chariot of Ahab. Then the Bible says he overtook. I thought somebody's praying now. Father, as I wait upon you in the remaining three or four days, release upon me, release upon us the overtaker's anointing. Come on, people of God. They will run. Rotic, you're about to run. I see somebody move from the slow lane of life to the fast lane of life. The delays are over. Mark April 1. April 1 from the place of waiting and watching. You will run. Kabos kerebon degebreskianda. Father, the overtakers anointed upon my life, concerning my health, concerning my marriage, concerning my business, concerning the works of my head, concerning my ministry. Oh boy, Marco I will run. We will run. Sandian degebroske balanoka. Father, we thank you for grace to run in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. Somebody shout a big amen. You may be seated in God's wonderful presence. I believe it is by divine coincidence that my Bible is open to Isaiah 40, 28 to 31, as I wanted to exhort you from that scripture. And house of Judah began to sing, you are my strength. Isaiah 40, 28, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Can somebody thank Jesus? You are in a good company. Mm. Mm. In the words of one preacher, something awesome really is about to happen in this house. You and I are the verge, at the precipice of a breaking fall. You're gradually coming to what is known to be a tipping point. You know, there is that last drop of water that comes into a glass. Just one drop. Boop, and then what happens? It overflows. <laughs> it wasn't the drop that did it, but the drop 
was what contributed. There was much more water in the glass. Much, much prayer. Much more givings. Much more evangelism. Much more faithfulness. But, but, but that one drop. May these days of waiting be for you. That liver that you push. Then you come into a new season. Oh boy. May it be for you. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not. Neither is weary, there is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, to the faint, to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. That's your God, that's your God, that's your God. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. In other words, the people who shall have strength in the day of testing, they will fail. There is a day of testing that will come upon the earth that human strength cannot sustain men. Wealth acquired by men can sustain them. The one thing that will sustain them is the strength they drew in the place of waiting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, it is the oil in their lamp that will keep them shining through the difficult days. Praise the Lord somebody. So the young, the youth shall faint. Typically they shouldn't faint, but they will faint. Because strength is given to the youth. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Another scripture that comes to my mind is Lamentations 3.25. Lamentations 325. You probably know the verses before. His mercy on you every waking morning. Great is his faithfulness. But 25 says, The Lord is good to those who wait for him. Right? To the soul who seeks him, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of of the Lord and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. In the past few days, um, this thought of waiting upon the Lord has been very, very strongly laid in my heart. When I was out of uh, the city, out of the country by extension, I began to look at a few scriptures that relate to the subject matter of waiting upon the Lord. And I begin to see that it's not a very, very easy thing for believers to wait upon the Lord or to wait upon anything as a matter of fact. Because waiting demands certain qualities in a man. It demands patience. It demands diligence, consistency, focus. Because really, when you do wait upon anything, the tendency is that you will expire your own strength and your own ability. That means something that you had, that you held onto, that gave you confidence, will begin to leak off. 
And the truth be told is, that is really where God wants to get his people to be. Where is that? The place where they can identify that without him, they can do nothing. The men and the women that God is going to use in these last days, please track with me, to do great exploits are people like this who have been on their basis of waiting have leaked out their own strength. Track with me. This is true. Because God will not afford to have another Lucifer or another Satan. God cannot afford to have anybody who is gifted, anointed, but is in lacking of character. I oftentimes say that it's a misfortune for people to allow their gifting, their talent, if you like, anointing, to take them to where their lack of character will expose them. Next month, we'll be dealing with a very, very interesting subject I won't mention now. But I believe the teachings that God will bring away in the next few weeks will be revolutionary. They will be life-changing, they will be life-transforming. Because you will begin to understand that God, in His mercy and His kindness, will allow you truthfully to go through very awkward situations and circumstances that based on human interpretation and perspective they are illogical irrational they only speak of pain but from the perspective of god he's making his giants because the place where prophets are made is not in the palace they will eventually go to the palace to announce thus said the lord they will do that. They will speak truth to power. But where they hear truth is not in the palace. They have to go to the wilderness to encounter God oftentimes all alone. When they hear the voice of God in the wilderness, one or two things will happen. One, God will send people from the city to them to hear the voice of the Lord. Or intermittently, God will take them from the wilderness to speak. Thus said the Lord to the city and go back to their place. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? And I believe as you begin to engage those teachings, you will begin to better interpret what you're going through and what God is working out with them or through them. They that wait upon the Lord. Now, now the word wait upon is the Hebrew word kavar. That speaks of binding together, knitting together. So what happens when you wait upon the Lord is this. Just like strings of of a thread will come together to form a thick rope. Listen now. When you begin to wait upon the Lord, God will bind you to himself. And what happens is there will be a divine exchange. What was your weakness will be exchanged for the strength of the Lord. What was your fears and tears will be exchanged for the faith and the confidence of the Lord. What was confusion in your life will be changed, exchanged to become vision and clear direction. 
That's what happens when you wait upon the Lord. When you wait upon the Lord, He takes away your flaws, your inadequacies, your shortcomings, and He embraces you with Him. In other words, there is a kissing. There is a release of impartation. There is a release of the aroma of God, the aroma of heaven over you that for, forms a bubble, kadoyata, forms a bubble around you, forms a shield around you. In security parlance, there's what is called a bubble. What security operation, op, op, operators will do around a principle, they will typically form a bubble around the principle. What does that mean? They, they, they systematically undergird the principle round about, the north, the south, the east, and the west. So no matter how you try to break that bubble, the bubble is an undergird. Are you with me? The Bible declares in Zechariah 2 verse 5, Kadosieta, that the Lord shall be for you a wall of fire or a bubble. Nagonia. He will be a wall of fire round about you, but something is happening in the center. He will be the glory in your midst. Beloved, the safest place to be in the world and in the universe is not Fort Knox, not CBN. It is to be smack bang in the middle of the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can have all of the security operatives around you, all of the, you know what to do to keep yourself safe. But ultimately, the safest place to be is in the midst of the presence of the Lord. And if you're going to get, whoa, the manifest presence to be upon you, you must be willing to wait upon him. Mm. Now, listen, waiting is costly. Number one, you must be willing to make investment of time. The currency to, to wait is time. You can't wait without investing time. Please listen. You can't be a busybody going to and fro here and there, not spending adequate time in the word and in prayer and think you're going to carry a tangible anointing. No, sir. It doesn't work that way. It's not cheap. They that wait upon the Lord. You see, whether you're young or old is not important. It is irrelevant how old you are. What is important? Do you meet the condition? Whether you're 60, whether you're 50, whether you're 70, whether you're 15, as long as you wait upon the Lord. If you meet the condition, you will meet strength. So irrespective of what your age is here under the sound of my voice, your strength can be renewed. Hello, somebody. You're not too young to begin. You're not too old to begin. So time is one of the currencies to draw an impartation. The number two currency is you must be willing to give God, give the Holy Ghost exclusivity. That means certain pockets of time and space must be given to the exclusivity of the Holy Ghost. You're going to say, oh, within this window of time, I'm not going to dabble with social media. You're going to tell yourself, when I wake up, X amount of minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 30, one hour, I ain't going to touch this stuff. It, it should be, it should be, it, it should, it should be a principle in your life. It should be, it should be, not a law, that you won't speak to anybody. I mean, you're not under law, but, but it's your determination that before I speak to man, I want to cut, okay, I must speak to my God. I, am I talking to somebody here? These are disciplines, these are principles that keep you for a long haul. 
that before I commune with anybody, before I go into the business of what time is it, what am I going to wear, where am I going to go, the first thing is I've got to engage. You see, it is in the place of engaging God, you draw strength for the day, you draw wisdom for the day, you draw unction for the day. But many times, people wake up, rush up into a day, and begin to ask God, should I? No, 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 no. Give God your first. Give God your best. It's a law of first fruit. If you give God your first, God will give you his best. All right. So time, currency, exclusivity. But the next thing you need is privacy. You have to have a space and a place where you say, this is for me and God. It could be your cabinet, it could be your locker, it could be a study if you have one, it could be one part of the room, your living room, somewhere. You wonder, Pastor, does it take all of that to gain intimacy? It does. Because what you do repetitively becomes, becomes, becomes part and parcel of you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Come on, somebody, praise the Lord. Now, now, for you to wait upon the Lord means you are seeking him. Is God lost? No. But have you read in the Bible, I believe it's Isaiah 41, 15, that, that, that God hideth himself. He's a God who what? Who what? Who what? Who what? Have you seen that before in the Bible? Study it because of time. He's a God who hideth himself. He has a nature. You have to understand God. You don't find God in the market like that. You don't find him on the street. No, you've got to go to look for him. It's not cheap to find. Things of value are costly. Things that are costly takes a price to pay to get it. Oh my, my, you just think it's coming to clap to jump. No, that is baseline. It's baseline to be in church on Sunday and enjoy the aroma of heaven, enjoy the intimacy. Baseline to be in church on Wednesday, enjoy God. But you've got to go home and say, wait a minute, I've got to go over beyond baseline to generate the oil for myself. It's a price. People don't know that, but it's a price. So he's a God who hides himself but the truth is listen carefully you have to understand this he doesn't hide himself from you that's the difference he may hide himself from the unsaved quote unquote until they say yes to jesus the only way to him nobody can come to the father except by jesus nobody can come to jesus except the father draws him praise god but for the saints listen carefully listen carefully he's playing what we call hide and seek between father and son you know when my kids were young you play those games you hide something in the locker your kid will look for it you hide something in the wardrobe you know it's called hide and seek you know what i was hiding the thing not from my kids i was hiding the thing for the treasure was kept for their discovery so when they discovered we embrace them intimacy is engaged wow wow when you find nuggets in the scripture first peter 124 by his tracks you were healed you are healed you are healed listen intimacy is engaged when you find in first john 4 4 the greater one lives in you that every devil every demon in the world guess what intimacy is engaged god hid the treasure for you not from you the beauty is in your seeking. The beauty is in your discovery. ASK, ask you will find. So ask you will receive. Seek you will find. Knock the door shall be open unto you. He's not hiding himself from you. 
he's had himself for you. Seek him out. Seek him out. Now, how do I seek him? Number one, seek him with your all. Jeremiah 29, 13. If you seek the Lord with all of your heart, you will find him. If you're going to find God, there must be an all involved. Number two, how do you find the Lord? How do you seek the Lord? Seek him first. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things, the things the Gentiles seek after, going crazy over, they will come running after you. Seek him with your all. Seek him first. How do you seek God? Seek God early. The psalmist says, early will I seek the Lord. What does early mean? Maybe in the morning. What does early mean? Maybe in your youth. Hello, somebody. Seek him early. How do you seek God? Seek God diligently. Hebrews 11, 6. Oh, my God. My God. My God. You must believe that God is. See, that comes, you must believe that God is. And is a faithful rewarder of those who diligently, who faithfully seek him. Seek him diligently. Hello, somebody. How do you seek him? Seek him investing time value. Time is the price you pay to find God. Hello, somebody. How do you seek God? Seek God with joy. <laughs> there is a measure of joy you have that you must use to come to him. Isaiah 12, 13. Just, thou shalt draw water uh, from the well of salvation with joy. <laughs> with joy. With joy. There is a joy you come to seek him. You must be joyful. You can't be seeking God. Oh God, where are you? Oh no. Father, I give you praise. I thank you for life. Abba, Father, you. Now, there's joy, but guess what? When you have that joy, it brings you into the throne room where the joy of God is full. Uh, Psalm 1611, in his presence there is fullness of joy. At his right hand there are what? Pleasures forevermore. But you must come with joy. No complaining, no murmuring. Psalm 100 verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Uh, come into his court with praise. Come with joy. So come before his presence with singing. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. So God will unveil himself to the joyful. <laughs> Not the complainer. Saints, beyond the time of fasting and prayer, the Lord is asking us, pay the necessary price to seek him. I'm finding more and more, there's nothing as valuable in this life, in a man's life, as being a carrier of the tangible presence of the Lord. What ailed the old sea, old river Jordan? They fled, the mountains fled. They fled like rams. The hills fled. They fled at the appearance of the Ark of Covenant. The Red Sea opened up. <laughs> the river Jordan opened up. Beloved, when you are a carrier of his presence, mountains will see what you're carrying, who you're carrying. They're going to run. Problems will see what you're carrying. They're going to run. They're going to surrender to the lordship of who you are carrying. Just like the ark of covenant was brought into the temple of Dagon. As that ark was rolling, Dagon bowed flat down in a like manner. When you carry the pro you, your pre the presence before your problems, your problems will bow. Tears will bow. Sorrows will bow. Difficulty will bow. Barrenness will give way for fruitfulness. Why? The presence of the Lord is what will level the mountains. Seek Him. Invest time. Hear scriptures. Be in tune. 
watch and pray watch and pray thank God for the GPPA it's a good starter it's a kickstarter for the day it's a miracle and a mystery I can't tell you the things that God has done in my life through that altar and has said to me he's done in my life I still do it it has formed a buffer around me that is it if it wasn't for what God has done on GPPA you and I would have moved as fast as we did in the past year plus I know it you don't know what it means to compound prayer day one day two day three day four you're pushing away forces of darkness you can't understand it you just jump up and down through nations and cities just like that have, no 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 those some things are happening there oh that is one of the, the the greatest mysteries i've stumbled into in my life and ministry it's oftentimes said that a real preacher is not one who teaches just the word but teaches the people how to pray the dual combo of prayer and the word is explosive and on the back of what God is doing at the place of prayer and the word I tell you I tell you this work is about to explode oh unhindered by any demonic force it will move through cities with great ease untouched unscatched unharassed unstoppable unmolestable people wonder what are they doing write it down the day will come where people will ask are they using blood for money write it down I am 101% sure they will ask are they using blood for money I'm telling you it's, it's not it's not far it's not far for the purpose of this assignment wings 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 to carry the sound of revival to cities and nations awakening hearts preparing hearts for the coming glory of Jesus unstoppable unmolestable and it's a joy to know that you are in a good company. If you believe that, shall yes, like a mighty thunder, yeah, yeah, yes. We're gonna go the, before the Lord's table. I think of I'm just I'm full, man. Nozugre bonego devora Ministry has become sweeter for me. I glide. I don't no I'm not starting to fly. I'm gliding. Eagles don't flap, they glide. Let the winds carry you. No, I prophesy to you, let the wind of heaven carry you. From zero to hero. From the bottom to the top. From the back to the front. Let the wind, it shall not be by power, not by your mind, but by my spirit. By my spirit. By my spirit, says the Lord. There is yet a rest. There is yet a rest. I said there is yet a rest. Oh my, my, my. There is a rest for the people of God. There is a rest for the people of God. Can you lift your hands and Lord bring me into my rest? Come on, push it in two minutes. As we go before the lost table, Lord, bring me into my rest in you. There is the rest. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme. 
lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at r-h-o-g-i-c dot o-r-g. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.